I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host for tonight, Pat Ralph. Welcome to the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W. Using X's and O's, along with key stats, we bring honest and critical analysis. This episode of Continuing the Conversation. Pat Ralph, how you doing, man? I'm good, Aria. How are you tonight? You know, uh, I had an early start to the WNBA night. With a matinee, if you will, Los Angeles Sparks travel up north to the Seattle Storm and take on the number one team. Kind of a role reversal over the past few years, if you will. Uh, They push it to overtime, winning 77-75 in Seattle. Los Angeles does win. Uh, You could call it Stewie was contained. Lloyd had her struggles. But Howard, Clark, and Bird go off when you have that many players going off. And Stewie really coming into her own. Or not really coming into her own. That's the wrong words because she's been here. She's done that, whatever. But she just had one of those games where she was struggling to get it in the hole. So she she assisted in many ways, hustle points, if you will. Um, and this team looked really good at points. But then let's talk about the fourth quarter. Six points in the fourth quarter. On the other side of things, Sparks. Candace Parker teases a triple-double. Elena Beard does Elena Beard things, locking down a player. She was on, on Lloyd most of the game. NECA was balling out. You know, Chelsea Gray goes well also. Missed a few key shots. But Odyssey Sims really struggled. She gets the start zero points. You know that they've been moving around. She hadn't gotten a start for a little bit of recent. Essence Carson, the one who took her position on the starting lineup, drops 18. Talk to me, Pat. Well, you mentioned something very interesting, of course, is that they mentioned that Seattle only scores 15 points between the fourth quarter and overtime. So it's 15 points in the span of five for uh, 15 points in the span of 15 minutes. That's just for a team like Seattle, that's arguably the best offensive team in the league that has those weapons that we've talked about that you mentioned from Brianna Stewart to Jewel Lloyd, just totally uncharacteristic, especially when they scored 26 in the third quarter and looked like they had this game just about like almost wrapped up going into the fourth. It looked like one of these another game like as we've mentioned, Seattle had has had LA's number this whole season. They beat him in Los Angeles. Then they beat them at home both times by double digits. They've had LA's number and they've controlled the tempo and pace. And it looked like we were going to see the same thing. But in the fourth quarter and overtime today, what we saw was why the Sparks are and WNBA champions, why they've been in the finals the last two years, why they have two MVPs on their team. That's what we saw is that this is a team that when their backs are against the wall and it, and it push comes to shove, they're going to be able to pull wins out on the road and stuff. They're going to find a way to win when they're not playing their best basketball. But they find a way to win. They snap. They've been playing terrible lately. They've lost five of six. They get the win. Um, I think that's the big thing about Seattle. If I, I have very few concerns about Seattle. But if there was one thing I was going to address, it's that what's going to happen when a game gets close? Because as you know from watching Seattle play, they love winning games by double digits, blowing teams out, running teams off the floor. What happens when a game gets close, the pace slows down, it becomes more of a half-court style, and they're not able to get out and run as much? What happens when the game slows down? So, And that's what happens in the playoffs, as we've seen the last couple of years. So the Sparks, I'm really impressed. They get back on track. They get a win. They alleviate a lot of my concerns with them. And they remind us today that, once again, they are still one of the best teams in the league. Well, I'm going to add to your concerns about the Seattle Storm, not to – not to you know bring anybody down and have them all of a sudden uh, you know worried about the Seattle Storm. My concern is what you've said, and I'll add to that. I'll add that I don't trust them in a series. Can they win in a series? Now, obviously, you can look at it and say, 
oh, well, they still won the series against the Sparks. But I'm talking about in back-to-back-to-back games. When you're playing a team in a series, it's very different. You're going to see many different elements, and then you're going to see just a, a bludgeon of a match. For me, the other concern is what you said, but exemplify it too when you play Minnesota. Seattle has had issues against teams that can, you know, pace the game throughout the game. Not necessarily just when it comes to that fourth quarter period like you were talking about. Teams that do that throughout the game, which is interesting because I've I've been saying this. Seattle's a team that's built to beat the Sparks. Teams like the Sparks. Right. And you mentioned a great point there is that it's closing out games. How do you close out these great teams? These teams are going to play. There's a reason the game goes 40 minutes, and you've got to close teams out. Now, Seattle's done a good job this year, but they blow teams out, and they control the pace, and they just wipe teams off the floor. But tonight and today, they didn't do that, and that's the thing. When you play a team like L.A. or Minnesota, you've got to play 40 minutes, and these are championship teams that are not going to quit. They're not going to give up, and I think today, that's my one thing about Seattle. What happens when a game gets close? The game slows down. It gets more physical. The pace slows down. Everything just comes to a halt, and they need to find a bucket when they're in the half court. It's not as easy when you're sprinting up and down the floor and you can hit Stewie wide open in the corner or Julia Lloyd pulls up for three or you do something else. They've got to be able to find a way, um, and I think today was a lesson of that. Hey, you, it doesn't matter if you're on the, at home or on the road. These teams, the, Seattle may be the most impressive team so far as of 20, 21 games of the season. But Los Angeles and Minnesota are still the teams that, and Phoenix, because they've been there as well, teams that have been there and done that and have won and, and they know what it's like. So, I, I, But I'm really impressed with, I mean, obviously you get an 18-point performance from Essence Carson off the bench. That's really going to be huge. Um, you 